Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Hopefully, y'all can hear me really well. Um, again, I always mention this now. <laughs> y'all probably gonna get tired of me, but I really like the setup of this Canon um, for doing these videos because it's super easy, and I get to be close. Like, I, I'm actually touching the camera. Usually, um, because of the lenses that I have on my other camera, I'm, I'm usually kind of far, but I have like the microphone and it does pretty good with volume. So this one, I don't have the microphone attached and I can be close and I don't feel like I have to talk louder so I can make sure people hear. Um, if you're on Spotify, um, I have my headphones in so, you know, you can hear me. But if you're on video, um, yeah, I'm just happy about that. But uh, I'm kind of talking low. That's why I mentioned that because I turned one of my lights off in here and I turned my like hallway light off to my door because I am at school, um, cause I have a long day today and uh, I'm not gonna be able to make, oh no. Uh, somebody that I needed to record can't make it today. I'm sad. I just got the message. I'm sorry. That's why I looked over at my computer um, cause my phone is connected. And she just said, we're not going to be able to make it today. And I think we're going to be closed tomorrow. I'm not sure. I'm in Dallas, y'all. So um, anytime we even get like an inch of, you know, s snow or anything, we shut down. And usually because of how our weather is set up, we get ice instead of snow. Um, like a lot of states, like New York or people who live north, they be like, y'all can't drive in this. And it's usually because we don't really like our snow quickly turns into ice. It's not just snow. Like I've lived in New York and they get real snow, like fluffy snow. Ours, we get ice, ice on the ice on the streets. And so, no, we don't, everything shuts down when we get any type of snow or ice. If it look like it's gone, <laughs> snow, we shutting down. So there's like a heightened warning out right now in Dallas. They opened up today, but it's supposed to get freezing, you know, tonight and stuff. So, <sighs> sad face. And this is what I talked about yesterday on my video about being adaptable, because this is one of the recordings that was like pivotal. And they've already sent me like their, because um, they were doing some music for me, but I just wanted to record them visually, because I thought it would have been a nice effect. So, just gonna have to work with what I got again. Uh, but anyways, the topic of discussion for today is that it's a lot of blind leading the blind. And what I mean by that is there are men with podcasts teaching women how to get and keep a man, but they are divorced they cheating on their wives or it comes out that they cheating on their wives that we didn't even know they had a wife, a wife. Um, they're unmarried or they're single or we don't see a woman in their life, but they're going on tour. Women are buying their books and they're successful or they've been divorced more than one time. But they're giving women advice on what they need to fix to get and keep a man. And then there are women. There are women, you know, with podcasts and, you know, things, and they're talking behind screens, they don't show their face, who are teaching women about hypergamy, who are teaching women how to get and snag a man with money, or teaching a woman how to date up 
and we don't know for sure that they're living that lifestyle or they're teaching that and they dating like old people and they know that's not the type of man they want to settle down and have kids with but they're promoting hypergamy as if the average everyday woman has to go get a like 50 60 year old white man if she black in order to live a provided lifestyle this is what's being taught and people are actually following these women men these are people that i follow that i've gotten information from um that i see still on my timeline and the thing is that everything they say they say is not untrue it's not untrue but if you don't have more information if you don't continue to learn yourself if you don't look at information in full context then you get that information in isolation and you try to apply it to your life and wonder why you're not getting the results you think you should get or you get the results on the surface but then once you're there for a while you realize it's not all it's cracked up to be well that's because the information is is not what that is and it's not coming from a reliable source and don't get me wrong this happens in every area of life I remember going to a gym I had a gym membership and I remember and it was a very pop and it's still a very popular gym not was but I they had a lot of fitness classes going on throughout the day and I remember coming in on a Saturday morning and there was this woman teaching this fitness class and she was really she was overweight I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna hold you I'm not gonna use no other word that's just what it is like she was overweight and she like she was tired like and she was doing this cardio now I'm not knocking if you want to teach a class but it's like she's teaching this class she has a bunch of people in that class when I look in there that are more fit and I'm like, dang. And I remember saying to myself, that seemed like the blind leading the blind. And this is no judgment towards overweight women or men who want to get in shape. But to me, it's an integrity thing. And this is just me and my standards. So don't come on here like saying, oh, you don't think women who are not fit yet can't be coaches or, yeah, they can. But I personally, would not hire anybody that I'm fitter than to coach or train me. Why? Because I dance for a living. I work out almost every day. So it makes no sense for me to hire somebody less physically capable than me to lead me in the direction that I want to go. That's the point I'm trying to make. Because like I said, when I passed this class, there were women and men in this class who were more fit than the teacher. And there were people that they're that same size. So they probably, you know, saw themselves and they probably felt comfortable. But when you're trying to reach new goals and new elements, you don't always want to be in your comfort zone. You want to follow somebody who has been where you've been. You want somebody, you want to follow somebody who has gone where you've gone. The people who train athletes for the Olympics, you may look at them and be like, well, they not in athlete shape, but they've accomplished a lot in that industry. They may be old, but they have accomplished a lot. 
Debbie Allen is what, in her 70s right now? If you're not aware of who Debbie Allen is, you've been sleeping under a rock for decades. <laughs> but she's a dancer, she's a choreographer, she's a, a director, all of that. Like, she's very multifaceted and has been for years, but she's been around since the 70s, popping. 80s had her peak, and then she's still, she's still going. I will still want to go train at the Debbie Allen Academy. She could still get up and dance and watch. She don't have to look like how she looked in the 80s at her peak, but she has the knowledge. She has the information. Her lineage has been proven. Her record is there. Her record is there. The dancer she has produced. I have close friends who trained with her growing up, and now they're out in the industry. So her, her record is impeccable. It's people out here giving advice, leading classes, selling programs, and they don't even have the, the resume for what they're telling people they should go out and do and apply in their life. They don't have it. <laughs> they don't have it. And I'm using all these examples because I don't want you to get lost in the fact that you always have to be doing the, the exact thing still. Um, to be a viable teacher, that you have to be in the best shape to get started. No, that's not what I'm start saying. Start wherever you are. But me personally, okay, so I know that just being a dancer, I've been introduced to Pilates like for a very long time. I've been doing that since undergrad. Then I really started getting into it, I wanna say like two years ago, at the top of you know the situation that we in with the mask. And then I got into a training program. I could be out putting this, I, I put video, like one minute videos and stuff on my Instagram, but I'm not fully certified yet. I still train, I still take classes. I, I got my own reformer, like this, these are things that I do, but I'm not putting out there that I'm a full on Pilates teacher, why? because there are certain things that I want to hit personally in my own training to make me feel like, yes, I've earned the right to say this, to do this, to, to, to really be out here, you know, charging people and telling people this is what I do because, you know, with this training, there is still a training to get people to do it in a healthy way. And so that's with anything in life. But you, you got people out here who are giving advice, who are leading and teaching classes, who got programs. And again, they don't have the resume. They don't have the results that reflect that they should be the one in position that you should be listening to. And you just got to watch that. The reason I'm having this conversation um, just in full transparency is really to single women who want to be in a relationship um, who are dating. That, that's what, what inspired this because there's a lot of narratives out there, especially by men, that other men are gravitating to. And if you out here dating as a woman, like you might wanna be, you wanna be aware of what those messages are, but you also wanna be more aware of yourself. And you wanna be more aware of like what you really want out of a relationship, what kind of man you want, character-wise, not just money-wise. That's why I mentioned the hypergamy thing, because a good man, he always he already got the mindset built in to provide and he don't have to make 
six, seven figures to be able to provide any type of lifestyle. If he got the grind and you're a good woman, like he can get with you and start producing many other things that he couldn't even envision for himself. You can take his income triple when he get with you. So that shouldn't be the main thing you should look at. But if you're looking at this man's character, like one of the things that goes unnoticed is who does this, who is this man influenced by? Because the same way as women that we have influences and we go seeking information, men have influences too. And, and men, it can sometimes be even worse with their influence because men need role models. Now women, I wouldn't, I, I could, I would venture to say women don't need as many role models. Like we got this self-belief, it's, it's in our nature to be nurturing, to nurture dreams. So it's easy for us, even if we never saw ourselves in the media, we may feel a certain type of way, but we'll still go get it. And you can look at many women, you can look at your own life and know that's to be true. Like we don't need many women to like leech on to and, and feel like, oh, this, this could be me. Like we don't necessarily need a whole bunch of that men do men are affected if their mothers aren't in their life or if their mothers was abusive but they are also really affected if their father wasn't around to affirm them and tell them they was good enough and be some type of model in their life if you hear a lot of men who are good fathers they either attribute it to my father was in the home and he was a good dad so i want to replicate what he did or they say Mm, my father was there, but he wasn't a good dad or he wasn't there at all. And I want to be opposite of him. They hold they whole life as a father. They attribute it to another man who raised or didn't raise them. Just listen to men. So they need role models. So people that they choose and they adamantly listen to and follow, they're going to be influenced by them. It doesn't matter that they do other things well <clears throat> or do other things good, like just pay attention. And it doesn't mean that this is a full on red flag, run the other direction or leave this man alone, but it is a strong yellow flag turning orange. And you know, next color to orange is what? Red. <laughs> and, and, I, and I say that just because like with the narratives that these type of men who got these podcasts, and who are leading these men astray, they're speaking out of hurt, they're speaking out of anger, they're speaking out of frustration, they're speaking out of being done wrong. And all of what they're saying is not true, is not not true. Some of what they're saying is is actual facts. Like it is it's true. Just even from a woman's standpoint, from a man's standpoint, it's true. But the energy in which they're speaking is not pure and it's not gonna benefit you. There are men out there telling women, if a man makes a lot of money, you need to let him have threesomes. You need to let him cheat. You need to let him have multiple women. How is that going to benefit you? How is that going to benefit him when you really think about it? Is that something that you will want to raise your son to have a mindset of? Is that something you will want him telling his, his daughter? Like you, you, if a man is taking you out, after 5 p.m., you need to make sure you let him hit. What's your, what's your husband look like telling your daughter that? Like, really stopping and say, if I had a daughter and this man was her father, 
would I want a replica of him in all that what he do, in his habits, in his mindset, in the way he set things up and narrate things. And sometimes we don't spend time thinking about the full breadth of it. We just kind of look at what he doing for us now. Is he paying the bills? Is he, you know, taking care of this? Is he treating me right? He ain't too crazy in this area. And it's like, no, you got to think about your lineage. Because if you're thinking about reproducing, if you're thinking about marriage, if you're thinking about moving forward in the long term, you can't just look at now. You got to look at his character in the full scope of things. Would I want to replicate this man's habits? Would I want to replicate this man's mindset? Would I want to replicate how this man spends his time? Would I want to replicate some of the conversations I can have as a grown woman and replicate, but if I had a daughter and she overheard this or this is the advice he would give his daughter, would I want that to be become her narrative? And if it's yes, then proceed. But if, it, if you even have a pause on that, then it needs to be a pause in you even pursuing this with this man unless that's something that he cuts off because what we do the most is what we'll become good at. So if you're always, if, if I'm always sitting up listening to um, women who hate men, women who, who bash men, who think men ain't trash, there's going to be a lot of what that woman says. I'm going to be in her amen section just because I'm a woman who has experienced heartbreak from the hands of a man who has been done wrong, who has been cheated on, who has been lied to, who has been deceived. I've been through all of it. So if I could easily listen to these women and there are a bunch of podcasts and women out there like that, I could easily jump on the bandwagon. There are pages dedicated to that. There are, there are toxic pages. There are quote pages that I'm just like, dang, I, I could feel that. But the reason I don't retweet it, repost it is because I'm choosing not to align myself with that energy, even though what they're saying I can relate to. I can fully understand. Why? Because I'm trying to be on another level. I'm trying to vibrate higher. I don't want to be in that lower state of me believing that there aren't no good men. Even if I've never experienced that, I don't want to, I don't want to further, you know, delusion myself to make it seem like there are nothing, there is nothing out there that's good for me. But if that's all I'm listening to, even if a good man came in my life, guess how I'm going to be looking at him? Guess what grace I'm going to extend him? Probably none. I'm already put him in the box. Yeah, this dude ain't nothing like he ain't. I already know he lying and he going to feel that energy and he going to run even if, especially if he a good man because he going to feel I'm jaded. He going to feel I'm bitter. He going to feel I'm resentful or even if I hide it for a while at some point who I truly am on the inside, the information I've been giving and brainwashing myself with, which is men can't be trusted, men are dogs, all men do this, I'm going to treat him in that way at some point. Because that's, that's what my mind is warped around. Well, it's the same thing for this man. If he constantly listening to these men who are giving narratives about women, like that's how he spends his time regularly, Come on, come on, like what you, what you think gonna come of that? You gotta, you gotta pause and say, okay, if I had a son from him, would I want 
him to teach my son these things. Like the first thing go wrong through me and him, he looking at his son talking about this is how women are, this is how, like, come on now, come on. Like, you, like we, we, those are things we have to think about. It's not, it's beyond just how he's treating us in the moment. It'll be our lineage. And the reason, again, in full transparency, I'm having this conversation because I don't know how long you've been listening to my podcast, my, my, my series. So I'm just now getting on video. But if you go back to Spotify and Anchor, which is what is in my ear on these headphones, um, when I first started these sessions, my intention was to just get my thoughts out. And I was speaking a lot about relationships in my early episodes. And a lot of the things that I used to say, and I used to always put this as a disclaimer, and I would say this conversation is for women who may be single right now who desire to be in a relationship and marry. And the reason I will always say that disclaimer is because certain conversations are not for everybody. And yes, a lot of women pr can probably get value from this conversation no matter what age, what stage, if they want marriage or not. But I was very specific in saying I'm speaking to women who want to be in a relationship and be married because that's me. That's what I want. I want a family. I want to see my legacy produced in the world. I want a man that I can value and trust. That's what I'm, I'm on. So the reason I don't sit up and listen to bitter women is because I don't want to be a bitter woman. The reason I don't sit up and listen to hurt men is because I don't want to believe a narrative about myself that's not true. The moment I start questioning myself and I'm looking at my mom and my sister or women that I know and I can see myself in it and there's this man telling me there's no hope for them, I see myself in that. I want to, I want to listen to people who encourage me. I want to listen to people who, yes, challenge me and may step on my toes, but you can feel that their energy is coming because they want the best for you and their results prove that. So no, you probably, you're not going to look in my life and may, you may not see the, see the man in, in the children or this, and you may say, oh, why can she speak on that? Well, I'm speaking from my level. I'm just speaking from what I do. At the end of the day, you a grown woman, you can do what you want. But, this, but these sessions are things that I think about. The reason I wouldn't entertain a man long term who's sitting up listening to a man bash women because they're always be in the back of my mind. That's how you feel about me because I cannot be exempt. I'm a woman. I cannot be exempt from what you're, you're, you're hearing, from what you're brainwashing yourself. There's no way to separate that. I'm not special. So I don't put myself on a pedestal with no man because I've been shown that a man can treat you like you on top of a, on a pedestal one day and take you off that mug the next. So for me, I look at long term. I look at does this man have the capacity? Does he have the values? Does he have the character to sustain the type of relationship I want? Now, what I want may not be what every woman wants, and that's fine. Different women have different standards, different values, different character goals, like that's totally fine. I'm only talking about this conversation to share where I'm at. 
because if you're on that same path and you can just ask your question, what I want to produce more of who this man is, because that's what you're doing when you're laying down with a man and when you commit to a man and when you make the most important decision to get married to a man who has low values, low character traits, that's bound to show up. It's bound to show up, even if it's not showing up in its full scope right now, it's bound to show up. Because what you're studying, what you're practicing is what you'll do best. So if you're a leader, if you want to get married, but you're the, the, the person that you're following has never been married, never made it work, every relationship they were in, they got cheated on and they still are 40, 50, still playing the game, but yet they're giving advice. You just got to look at that. You got to look at that. And I'm saying this because I did it too. There, when, I, when I started my journey of healing and all of that, I followed a bunch of different teachers because I was so hungry for the information. But when I really started to learn myself and I really started to get into the rhythm of who I am, what I wanted, um, I, I, I remember waking up on, in interim like, dang, I feel like I'm outgrowing this teacher and very much so having that thought. And the only reason I would have that thought is because I was like, well, this person, they give really good advice, but every example they use is a relationship that still failed. Like, yes, sis, you use this relationship and you may have this amazing dating life, but you're 50. We know you want to get married, but you're saying, you know, the examples that you're using, you're using examples of a man who I remember you telling the same story where you walked in on him and he was sleeping with his professor the day before y'all wedding. Like, you don't get cool points for saying this man still hits you up. Like, I wouldn't even be using that as an example. But those are the examples you gotta pull from to get women to continue to follow you to, like, as some reward. And it's like, at this point, I wanna see that the reward is getting what you really want, which is a man who's just as high value, just good, and he has proposed to you. That's what I want because that's who I want my mentor to be because that's what I'm, I'm aiming for. So if, if this teacher hasn't met that mark, it's like at some point you can only take me so far because you haven't reached the results that I'm trying to get. And there's a lot of men following men who have not obtained the results that they're saying that they want or that they're trying to be in these relationships to get and that's something we just got to look at like okay do i want a man who that like that's his influence this man hasn't been married this man ain't shown a wife this man show his wife after it he we find out he cheating with multiple women but he in his car all the time giving relationship advice this man been married twice and then failed and he liked to argue with women. And this is who my, this is who I'ma call my man. This is who I like. I, I personally would not take that risk. And I'm saying this in a sincere way because I think about things like I'm talking about in this video. This isn't to shame you if you're dating a man who that's what he's doing. This is to shame you if you listen to them type of men or listen to those type of women. It's, it's just, it's an episode so we, we can become aware because then once we're aware and we have the information, then it's our job to figure out what we want to do with it. 
and sometimes there are hard decisions that need to be made and sometimes it just needs to be a reflection or sometimes it's nothing needs to be done whether it's just because we don't want to make the decision or you know you figure that this is just this is just what I want to do this is who I want to be with I believe they can change then have at it but I know it's been very hard for me to change habits that I know are not good for me so if I don't put in the effort or the work to do it on my own ain't nobody going to influence me to do it any better if I'm hard pressed and hard set on getting adverse information so that's all I have for y'all today um don't let yourself be led by the blind and don't be the blind just being led and walking astray like you have a mind you have a heart um, I'll take the cue from one of these men that I don't like listening to, which I would rather die alone than be with anybody who I can't trust their value system. I can't trust who they're influenced by or who they're allowing to be their leader. I, I would rather be by myself for the rest of my life than be putting up and following the advice of some of these people who are out here telling me to settle telling me I deserve less, telling me my looks aren't aren't the best and I shouldn't be aiming so high. Like I would rather die alone because I know God is still going to give me a fulfilled and wonderful life. So I love y'all so much and I will see you on the next one.